0: Welcome to the Connected Insurance Podcast, presented by Agency Revolution. Listen to interviews with the most influential people in the insurance industry. Learn the most important strategies, tactics, trends, and challenges facing today's independent insurance agents and brokers. New episodes every Wednesday. Visit agencyrevolution.com and click Media to explore the Connected Insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers. Subscribe today and get updates delivered right to your inbox. And now, without further delay, the Connected Insurance Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Jans, co-founder of Agency Revolution, and I'm delighted to welcome you to this episode of the Connected Insurance Podcast presented by Agency Revolution creators of Attract. Attract is a powerful marketing suite that enables you to spend less time on the drudgery of marketing and more time doing the things that you know grows your business. The track gives you the technology and the content you need to find your ideal prospect and turn them into your best customer. If you haven't done it lately, do it. Visit agencyrevolution.com and ask for a demo. Everybody who sells commercial lines needs to listen to this conversation. The world is changing fast. The consumer is changing fast. And maybe, maybe, maybe the insurance industry is catching up to the consumer or hopefully racing hard to catch up to today's consumer. Uh, Our guest, Adam Kiefer, is the co-founder and CEO of Talage, which is a software platform that enables commercial insurance agents to sell and service small business policies using leading-edge technology. And in this conversation, Adam talks about how change, it's the changes in consumer behavior that are really driving tech investments that in some ways is really turning the old model of commercial lines production upside down. Uh, He talks about how critical changes in carrier behavior are finally making it easier for um, the tech vendors to make it possible for agencies to connect with today's consumer and uh, and and it really gives us a well, he paints a picture of what the future commercial agency is and does and and how they relate to the commercial marketplace and why that future agency really isn't all that far away so Uh, Again, if you sell commercial lines insurance or you're thinking about it, this is a conversation that I really want to encourage you to listen to. And so um, if you haven't done this, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Let's be friends. Uh, And follow Agency Revolution so you don't miss out on juicy stuff coming from AR. And... Uh, as always, super big favor and infinite gratitude. If uh, if this podcast series has been valuable to you, uh, I would be super duper grateful if you would be kind enough to give us a five-star review. And if for any reason I haven't earned a five-star review, I'm going to own it. <laughs> but I can't do anything about it until you let me know. So if, if there's something I can do to improve other than to change my personality. Uh, if, um, if there is a guest that you would like to recommend or a topic that you'd like me to focus on, please let me know. Email me at michael at michaeljans.com or send me a message on LinkedIn. So now without further ado, uh, it is a really great privilege of mine to introduce you to this conversation with Adam Kiefer. Adam Kiefer, I'm so excited about this conversation. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm, ex- I'm excited to be here today.
0: So, Adam, I'm really looking forward to to this conversation, uh, in part because of the perspective you've got on the, what's happening in the industry, but also because of the changes that you're attempting to make within the industry. Now, for our listeners who may not know you as well as I do, if you could take a moment and tell us, well, who you are and how you got to be doing what you're doing today.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think like everybody, right, I grew up as a child dreaming of getting into insurance and insurance technology.
0: Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, no, uh, I think yeah. actually more but, but, accurate. But like, like a lot of very savvy, smart adults, when you discovered it, you realized this was a great place to be.
1: Right? Um, yeah, no, it's it's a fantastic place to be and and, and love the windy road that I, it took to get here. But um, no, did not grow up wanting to get into insurance, but uh Instead, actually, I uh, had an opportunity to get into insurance after after college. I, I played college football, so actually, you know, my, my original plan was to be retired from the NFL and, you know, celebrating with Tom Brady this weekend, but um, that didn't work out. So instead, got into insurance, found a job at a local agency um, that was actually acquired by Wells Fargo Insurance Agency, and so worked for that behemoth of an operation for a long time and um, learned a, a ton there, you know. <laughs> That's probably another podcast discussion for another day, but uh, you know as much probably what not to do as there was what to do. But they, they had an interesting perspective on small commercial. And so I learned a ton there in terms of how they were dealing with their small commercial book. And they were doing some you know service center things. They were doing some roll up things, looking for efficiencies. And so that was kind of my first dip into kind of the early, earliest ideas and seeds for, for what later became Talage, um, And then worked kind of moved up the distribution channel, worked for employers insurance out on the West Coast, Model Line Workers Compensation Carrier, strictly focused on small commercial insurance. And so worked with agencies from Texas to the to the West Coast, saw all different kinds of operations, big ones, small ones, and really started to see that, you know, small commercial was something and, and really small lines in general, right? Whether it's personal or commercial, but commercial specifically, there weren't weren't a lot of solutions for it. And agencies were looking for something to serve their communities while not losing their shirt on, you know, on these small commercial accounts. And so that's, that's really where I kind of cut my teeth in the industry was was on the insurance carrier side, on the company side and the, um, the agency side, excuse me. And so I really kind of learn from top to bottom how, how difficult it really is to sell and service small commercial. And so that's, you know, that's kind of how we got to where we are. Uh, my co founder, he, he and I actually grew up together. Um, you know, we've known each other since fifth grade, and and like I said, you know, on the playground in fifth grade, we were talking about insurance technology trends. No
0: doubt, no no doubt on the jungle gym. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we weren't the coolest kids
0: in school, but yeah. uh. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, good segue. Uh, tell uh, we'll circle back to this later, but yeah. tell us briefly what Talage does, and a little bit about. The history.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, I mean, Tal is really, really high level, right? Like we, we make it easier for insurance agencies to sell small commercial insurance. And, and we've done right. that by building a network of APIs to enable the quoting process and the binding process for that small commercial segment and, and try to bring some efficiencies there. And, um, you know, the, com- the history of the company, we started it. Uh, Matt and I, I guess, I'm co founder, you know, uh, end of 2015 officially. Um, but we spent, I mean, it's kind of funny. He, he did not come from insurance. It kind of went to him and said, hey, I got an idea. He said, insurance sounds boring. Um, So I had to kind of sell him on insurance. And once I did that, I mean, we spent six months, you know, on the phone, every Sunday, we'd talk for about an hour two hours and we'd pitch business ideas back and forth. And then, you know, all of a sudden we got Mm -hmm. one weekend, we got together and was like, this one might work. We had had just spent six months blowing up different business plans. We got to one that that kind of made sense. And so that's, I think we did a lot of the pre-work up front, which was cool because, you know, now, you know, five years later, the business plan that we're running with is really, really close to that one that we came up with, you know, five summers ago. And so, yeah, we've uh, been around for a bit and really the last two, two and a half years or so really taking our product to market and been out with the independent agencies and, and trying to drive that. We've built more integrations with the carriers and um, really proud of, I think, the reputation and the positioning of, of the company so far in the market. And I think
0: mm-hmm. you know, we
1: can be that extension of the of the agencies and of the carriers to their to their customers.
0: OK, so um, I want to circle back. Uh, later in this conversation about specifically uh, what you're doing and how you're solving that problem but let's start with um like uh the timing and the trends there, there's there there must be uh, some things going on some trends and forces that are uh, shaping or reshaping the industry that you think uh, makes this an appropriate time for you to bring a solution to the industry what's going what do you think is going on I think there's
1: and you're absolutely right. I think timing is everything in, in any of these deals, right? Um, and so I think right. really things that are lining up well for us right now and, and for the industry at large, is, is, there's two things. I think there's on both sides, right? You have the consumers being the business owners. I think their behaviors are changing in the way they're interacting with with other services, right? And and n- nothing I'm about to say is, is groundbreaking or that new, but like people have been using online banking, they've been using, you know, LegalZoom, they're using QuickBooks, they're doing all these different things in a much more self-service fashion, things that were really, you know, when you back up 20 years ago, right? Like every business owner had their core group of trusted advisors, their attorney, their accountant, their lawyer, their insurance agent, right? Like that was kind of who they had. Um, three of those were, were digitized, you know, a decade ago and insurance was kind of
0: okay. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> arguably, um, arguably. Well, right. So, so you're kind of, you're kind of clicking through the kind of the white collar professions. Yep. And I think recognizing that, um, in terms of the digital customer experience, insurance is a little bit late to the game.
1: Definitely. And I think that's where kind of the other half of the equation comes in, right? Like I think you have the carriers. Because people ask us all the time and, and did ask us maybe a couple of years ago more, we got this question, but it kind of like, Hey, why is now the right time? Why didn't somebody do this 10 years ago? And, and I think the simple answer is you, you could have built what Talich does and you could have built what some of our competitors are doing, but it wouldn't have gone anywhere because the carriers didn't make those investments in their technology. Right. Like so you, you could have created an online app. You could have done some of these different things, very, very simple on the surface, but they wouldn't have you wouldn't have this API network to connect into. And so the value of those you know companies that were you know if you tried to do this 10 years ago, you, you probably wouldn't make it just because there wasn't enough value on the other side of that market. And maybe business owners would have been ready. Maybe they wouldn't have. But they, there's no way the, re- the industry was ready for it. And I think insurance is so interesting to me because you kind of have this, this classic innovator's dilemma, right, with some of these carriers where you have, I mean, they're making a lot of money. They're serving their customers. It, it kind of works. It just works slowly and inefficiently. But, like, when you back mm-hmm. up, like, it, it does what it's supposed to do, right, at its core. Um, you know, people pay their premiums. Carriers make money. Agencies make money. People get claims paid for the most part, right? Like it kind of does what it's right. it supposed to do. And, and so really, I think it's all about efficiency and kind of that incremental process improvement is what the industry is seeing right now. And I think you know, a know, right. years ago – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry.
0: What? Well, uh, so you you made a critical point here um, in regards to timing. On, on one hand, we've got, uh, I think you're saying, some pressure um, from the consumer, the consumer's behavior – and the consumer's expectations have changed such that uh, they're very comfortable with um, digital services, right? So, so, so there's that. They're comfortable with banking online. They're comfortable with doing a lot of their accounting online and paying their taxes online. And uh, certainly some consumers uh, are taking advantage of, of some legal services online, mm-hmm right so so you got that but like you said 10 years ago would have been too early in the insurance industry so there's another trend and this isn't coming from the consumers i think you you're indicating it's coming from the carriers in that they're making it possible and as i recall i think you tossed out the the term apis right yes. so for for the listeners who you know may not sort of grasp the importance of that Explain what that is, and and first of all, explain what it is, and then why why are they now if they didn't before?
1: For sure, yeah. And i just kind of laughing at the API. I think we. <laughs> so just sidebar. My uh, so Talos posted on LinkedIn or something the other day. You know, kind of what's an API, right? Um, and the headline that we chose, our marketing people chose was, you know, hey, ever wondering what an API was? And my wife called me and she was like, no one has ever wondered what an insurance API was. (laughs) You guys are so nerdy. Um,
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. So I I don't want to spend a lot of time on APIs, but... But yeah, I mean, you know, at at its
1: service, you know, real quick explanation, right? Is is Basically, it's the bridge that connects two programs together, right? So we build an application or another user interface um, you know, the, the easiest example that we always use when we explain it to people is when you look at like a nerd wallet or Credit Karma, they're using APIs to pull in your banking information, your credit card, balances, right. all those kind of things. And so it, it connects one system to the other system without a, essentially a user interface. Right. And that's that's what you're seeing with insurance is you can connect, you know, front end apps and you know back end systems to the insurance carriers quoting platforms mm-hmm. that are. You know, claims platforms, whatever it is, there's all different kinds of APIs out there. But that's, I mean, it's really, really simple. It's, it's just connecting two platforms together.
0: Uh, okay. To so the second, the second part of the question is, is uh, while uh, th- those APIs really sort of became uh, standard operating procedure in other industries, uh, why now uh, are carriers making them available? Because I, I think they're starting if they see, didn't have to. Yeah,
1: I think they're starting to see the value in, you know, kind of the reduced acquisition costs and, and and being more places at more times. And if they can automatically underwrite things, if they can reduce their costs, if, I mean, insurance is interesting where, you know, you back up, you know, this is anecdotal, I don't have numbers on this, but you back up 10 years-ish, right? Like, I mean, almost every account, whether it was a million dollar premium account or a thousand dollar premium account, it was being handled by a person. Um, and, and they've made big jumps in their underwriting platforms, um, you know, redevelop the way they write these things. They've introduced predictive analytics. They've introduced some machine learning, some different things like that. And so, mm-hmm. I think they're looking for ways to capitalize on the investment they've made there, where they can say, "Okay, well, if we push this out here, it's in our portal." It's like, "Well, now you have one portal, um, but if you, you know, if you enable that via API, you can have hundreds and hundreds of portals." And it's honestly, it's not dissimilar. You know, you back up two hundred years of how insurance carriers distributed, you know, originally, right? Like you had Hartford in Connecticut and if they needed to sell insurance in you know, San Francisco, they didn't build a new office, they appointed agents, right? And that's almost kind of what's right. happening again. They have this digital platform and they use the API to essentially appoint digital touch points.
0: Okay, so where do you see this? If this trend continues, so let's roll it out for an arbitrary number of months, 12, 24, 36. Where do you see this part of the industry going?
1: I I mean, it's full steam ahead and I think it's just going to pick up it's going to get faster and faster. When you look at, you know, the, the investments they're making in the APIs, you know, most of them kind of started with small, real small commercial stuff, a cookie cutter, you know, the, the vanilla Main Street commercial insurance kind of stuff, right? And then now they're starting to, you know, increase the premium thresholds. They're starting to add class up corporations that are, you know, that can be underwritten via API and automatically and things like this. And so I think as people are getting more and more comfortable with it, you know, the carriers are always looking at, you know, kind of what's next. Is it Um, Is it integrating a payment, you know, options? Is it integrating the claims? And so I think, you know, this, it's kind of starting with quoting and, you know, moving to binding and then it's going to go Mm -hmm. kind of carry through the entire policy lifecycle. I think carriers are definitely seeing the value of, you know, they don't have to invest a ton of money in making their portal fantastic. They make that improvement in the API and and people like us will make fantastic portals, right? Um, So
0: yeah okay so uh do you think at the carrier level at some point in the last few years there's a little bit of fomo fear of missing out
1: (laughs) a hundred percent and we laugh all the time at the industry lovingly um because i think i think a lot of industries are like this but insurance is very much a fomo industry i mean when we first started the company um you know we had this idea like hey we're gonna you know we can sell insurance online right like that was the pitch (laughs) and it you know Mm -hmm. easier to sell today than it was five years ago but when we go to these carriers we had you know all these different carriers we're talking to everyone you would expect um, and none of them, you know, none of them would say yes. None of them would say yes. And then finally, I think one of them said yes, frankly, probably in hopes that we would just stop calling them. Um, and the second we had one of them to say yes, we had five others within two weeks. So like, <laughs> we could Say, Hey, somebody did this. The other ones like, Oh, okay. So we always joke that nobody wants to be first, but nobody wants to be third. Um, everybody wants to kind of be that second spot where you still,
0: Ah, uh, go okay. Start. Got it. Right. <laughs> nobody wants to be first. Nobody wants to be third. All right. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, oh, all right. So, so we're seeing clearly seeing um, dramatic changes in consumer behavior, <laughs> and now uh, perhaps the average person isn't. But you're seeing fairly dramatic changes in carrier behavior. Yep. With right. you in between to some extent, but in your model, uh, uh, there is one more level, which is the agent is really between uh, the carrier through you uh, to the consumer.
1: Yep. And the, because you're can, right. Yeah, totally. And from our perspective, and this you know, this is more my philosophy, right, that I've imparted on Talage, um, where like, I think the agency is critical to this whole thing, where we've never believed that the agency is going anywhere. You know, the, the death of the insurance agency has been predicted for the last, you know, 100 years or so. And they, they never go anywhere, right? Because I do think they bring real value. And so what we want to do is enable those guys, because I mean, you think about and people are always like, hey, I want Amazon to you know, I want to buy insurance like I buy Amazon. Well, Insurance is not socks, right? Like it's it's a much different product. It's much more complicated. You need someone there at the end of the day. And even when you think about Amazon, right? Like the second you, you know, the second my socks don't show up on my prime delivery day when they're supposed to, like I I want to talk to somebody and I want to know why. And I think that's where the Uh agencies can come in and say like, look, hey, this is, you know, some of this is pretty straightforward and you can probably do most of this by yourself. But I think consumers want that person, especially when you look at even the examples I had earlier, right? The QuickBooks and the, online banking, all that's fine. I don't want to talk to anybody until the minute I want to talk to somebody. And then I want to talk to them right that minute. And I think if you use the agencies as, you know, kind of the distribution network, they're the only efficient way to actually handle that. Well, we can help power them. We can do kind of the vanilla stuff. But the second somebody has a claim, the second somebody has, you know, uh, uh, an, an operation that doesn't exactly fit in that box, they don't want they want to talk to somebody and they want to talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. And that's where I think the independent agency, you know, is valuable and, and stays valuable for the foreseeable future.
0: All right. So, um, so I want to circle back to this question again, uh, just to get uh, maybe a little more specific. So whenever the magical date is, when, um, when, when the insurance world looks the way you want it to look, okay. Um, in small commercial, like small commercial or, uh, how, 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 Complex and how big of a policy do you think this model can accommodate?
1: I think it. I think it accommodates more than people think it can. Um, you know, I think if you're, you know, a, a publicly traded company with fifteen, you know, thousand employees, you, you know, probably never. Uh, <laughs> um, right. right. Or if you own, yeah. you know, some huge property schedule on the coast, right? Like it's not built for that kind of thing, but. Um, when you're looking at kind of, you know, your normal, you, you just take a swath of um, American businesses across the country. I mean, I think a model like this can handle most of it. Um, and I think it's getting to a point where, I mean, we've got carriers that we can, we can quote a $100,000 premium account on the platform, it, it can work. Um, and, you know, it's okay. So there's not really any kind of thresholds there in terms of what can run through. And I think the more consumers are Comfortable with it, the more they can kind of self serve, and they can do this at nights and weekends and whatever's you know convenient for the business owner. And again, I think the critical component is having that agency in the loop, so that whenever there is that question, somebody picks up the phone and, and knows you know what's going on and how they can how, how they can help.
0: Got it. All right. So so here's how I want to pursue this yeah. um, t- at two levels. Uh, again you know it, like uh, in this imaginary future not a hundred years from now but whatever two or three years from now yep. um what does the uh, experience look like and feel like from the customer perspective and uh then as a follow-up question what does the experience uh look and feel like from the agency perspective
1: i think from the customer's perspective i think they get kind of the interaction they're looking for which which i fully believe like i kind of you know said earlier it's it's no interaction until i want interaction right like i, I want to be able to do 99 percent of this all by myself until i don't and so i think that we okay. move closer to that where you know you can quote, by your policy, you can, you know, assuming you've got something that's relatively straightforward, you can do all that yourself, you can manage it yourself, but you know, there's somebody backing it and behind it so that you have that comfort level of, hey, when this goes wrong, if I shouldn't say when, if this goes wrong, if we have a claim, um, you know, somebody's there who's you know, knowledgeable and can run with this and can help us through this. And so I think, you know, the agency in a lot of ways, kind of from a customer service standpoint, I think the model is changing where it's, you know, they don't want to go to lunch with their insurance agent every month, right? Like they don't, they don't want that kind of interaction. We're all too busy. We've all got too much going on. Um, but so the agent kind of disappears um, and, and, you know, lets the technology take the lead. But again, is is there to step in the second something goes wrong um, or the second there's a question. And I think that's the experience that consumers are looking for. Um, I think that's what they're getting in other industries, whether it's other commercial mm-hmm. industries or, or even how we interact with our own, you know, as personal consumers, how we interact with products now, I think that's kind of the model. Um, and then I think for the agency, it, it's it's a focus on on what real value they bring, right? If you can look at the small business segment, you know, is the most valuable thing an independent insurance agency does is pull three quotes on a fifteen hundred dollar, you know, barber shop, right? Like I don't think that's their greatest value, <laughs> yeah. right? Like their their greatest value is understanding, like, hey, we've got. Uh, a cyber exposure and and understanding kind of what the risks are and how much risk a business is willing to take and talking them through those things. And I think an agent focuses on that um, and really focuses on bringing value there and understanding the policy, the potential gaps in policies. Um, And then the, you know, the pulling three quotes, that's the kind of thing that technology takes over for them and and they're not using.
0: Uh, Okay. Okay. So, so I, so I want to, I just want to dig into this a a little more. So let's say I'm the, um, proprietor of a contracting firm with for the sake of discussion 20 employees so it's not you know me and my pickup i've got some complexity okay um and so in your in your uh vision uh, do i um first of all how do i discover where how do i discover your you know like this solution is it on an agency's website
1: yeah, I mean that's that's the main place our technology lives, and it's important for us to kind of disappear, right? Like, I mean, we we joke all the time that you know some the goal is that every commercial business in the country buys their insurance through Talents but has no idea that it happened, right? Because but never like, heard of it. Yeah, exactly. Like we're we're, we, right. we're Intel, right? Like nobody nobody's ever bought anything from Intel, but everybody's got an Intel chip in their house somewhere, right? Um, and so right. That, right. Kind of well, no,
0: no. Well. What? Yeah, I think I think we're we're used to that, right? Like right. you know, no no nobody knows that uh, Stripe processed their credit card <laughs> exactly. or no nobody knows that agency deliver uh, agency revolution delivered an email exactly because they got their email from you know wh- whoever the CSR at the agency. Okay, so so I find um, you know perhaps I search yep. uh, online uh, contractors insurance in Cave Creek Arizona. Oh, there's uh, Adams uh, Insurance Agency, and so. I, I discover that um, uh, some interface, presumably on their site, that allows me to do how much? Because here, here's what I'm getting at. Yep. Uh, you, you've you talked about the value of the agent. Uh, how far can I go in this process without getting um, agent advice and expertise? You can
1: go, I mean, the way we've built our platform is you can go about 99%. Um, so you can come on there. You tell us okay. about your business, what you're doing, what your employees are doing. Um, and then, you know, we hit the carriers on behalf of that agency. So we come in and and through that API network I talked about, we hit the carriers. Um, the way we've done it is that the agencies are actually the one hitting the carriers just on our platform. So the carrier says, you know, you've got travelers in Liberty and and whoever, um, you get those quotes, those guys deliver them back, brings it back, you know, straight to the business owner and say, Hey, Mr. Business owner, here's three different quotes, here's kind of the comparison, here's the pros and cons, here's the pricing, here's their financial ratings, here's whatever kind of differentiators we want to throw at them. Um, And then the way our platform works is we, we believe it's the agency's job and we think it's, it's our responsibility to them to know what's going into their book of business. So we're not, we don't allow that business owner to bind that. What we do is say, hey, look, you've got this, we give it to the agency, the agency that can then bind it in our platform. Um, and then they can close that deal out, but they can understand kind of what's happening with that. They can say, hey, you know, this guy also needs a cyber policy, this guy also okay. needs an auto policy, and, and that's where they can kind of bring that consultative value. So
0: then so then so then I become a customer of the agency and the at some point, presumably. The agency will reach out to me and examine how I can be more fully protected.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's the idea is, is that they can handle, you know, kind of those ancillary coverages. And, you know, maybe you need a, uh, you know, some other type of policy that, that's not available on our, on our platform yet. Um, And then where we want to help too is right. I mean, I think when you look at the small business segment, most people just renew where they are, right? Like your business owner and travelers quoted you last year and Travelers will quote you next year. And maybe that's good for you. Maybe it's not, but most people don't even know because of the effort required to do that. And so our platform can automatically re quote those things on behalf of the agency and say, Hey, you know, they were with travelers here's three more quotes, like maybe they should stay with travelers, maybe they should look at somebody else, Um, but just give them that market intelligence so that they know that, you know, they got the best policy for the best price that fits what they're trying to accomplish with their business. And so we can not only kind of as a new customer acquisition tool, but also help the agencies understand, you know, their renewal book and make sure they can keep that and and make sure that stays sticky. Because I think that's how agencies build, you know, really lasting books is on that kind of the small business stuff, because it's just stickier. Yeah.
0: Okay, Um, so tell us a little more about Talage. Uh, You, uh, the company is four or five years old.
1: Yeah, officially we're yeah, I mean officially we're five years old, and um, I mean my recent joke as i've just been watching people kind of come out of stealth Is we were in stealth for two years but we weren't cool enough to call ourselves that we just were uh hashing through business plans and things like that uh, but you know kind of built a prototype about you know two and a half years ago or so um that we actually took to market we built the prototype before that but took that to market and really had something that we could give the agencies and so um stood that up kind of tested it out you know a handful of you know pretty friendly agencies that we were able to work with grew some book mm-hmm. business with them and you know built some case studies i think are pretty compelling said, okay, we've got something here, let's, um, let's keep growing on it. And so we've built out that API network, added additional carriers, um, looking at adding different lines of coverage now and kind of expanding it from that standpoint. Just trying to figure out how we can become a a critical part of an agency's operation in terms of, like I said, their new business or the renewal book or whatever that needs to be. Um, We want to be the go-to in terms of how they look at servicing these guys and getting quotes and interacting with the carriers. And, And the carrier part's been super interesting to watch and it's been fun to be a part of because these guys... Being on kind of the bleeding edge, there's pros and cons, and, and some of these guys, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like we're just making it easier for the next guys to show up, right? Um, but
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay.
1: But it's been fun to kind of grow but, with but, them but, and, but, and help them, and as they're, you know, kind of on this journey, it's it's been cool to be a part of some of these guys' teams.
0: All right. So in terms, so so now you uh, you've got you've got customers, right? You've you've got agencies that are using your platform. Tell us a little bit about the feedback. Um, You know, like what what what's showing up in your case studies.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I think the efficiency is, is big. Um, and when you look at kind of the agencies on the platform, we've got all kinds of agencies on the platform. We've got, you know, a handful of the top 100 agencies. We've got, you know, literal one man shops that, you know, have, are starting mm-hmm. brand new agencies. And so we've got kind of everything in between. Um, and it's kind of fun to watch how, you know, when you look at some of these smaller agencies, they're looking at growing that book of small commercial, right? Um, and they want to, they want more of it. And so they're, you know, putting money into AdWords, they're doing different things to try to grow that traffic and push traffic through. Whereas you look at some of the bigger guys, like they want to grow as well, but they're much more focused on kind of the unit economics in terms of this needs to be efficient, right? And so they're, they've got a big book of business. They, you know, they've got a couple hundred million and premium, probably some of these really big guys. Um, and they want to, you know, if they can squeeze in a couple points out of that, that, that makes a lot of sense for them. And so it's interesting yeah. to watch people use the tool cause some of it's like, Hey, we, we need more others are like, we want it to be more efficient. Um, and so it's been a lot of fun to kind of watch that and, and react quickly and, and add in feature sets, um, to help these guys accomplish their goals.
0: Is there a uh, profile for an ideal agency that would participate uh, in this process?
1: Uh, I mean, we're kind of work- I think we've got a profile for an agency that doesn't work. <laughs>
0: oh okay. God. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, uh, and your commercial, commercial line. I mean, first, first of all, your commercial lines.
1: Yeah, so we're commercial lines only, um, which is definitely something we're exploring, and we're we're looking at some different partnerships and, and different things about you know bringing in some personal lines. Because I mean, we look at an agency setup; a lot of them handle their small commercial with their personal, and so it makes sense that those kind of go hand in hand. Um, so we're talking to a couple different insure techs, you know, that, that kind of do some personal stuff. We're looking at doing a little bit of ourselves, and so we'll we'll mm-hmm. grow there and expand there. Um, but I think you know they've they've got to have some kind of digital presence right like um if if your sales model is you know you've got a, a, a window and a, a shingle hanging outside your door and you're going to lunch and you're golfing every day and that's that's your that's how you get customers um i'm not knocking that but that's not the setup that talogy is going to help you you, you mean that. you
0: mean the agency that still has the uh, 1995 calendar <laughs> right. hanging on their wall yeah
1: that one with you know with the orange shag carpet in the entryway like that's, that's probably <laughs> not that's not our guy um, <laughs> But I think, you know, okay. the, the ones that are, have been successful, like I said, they, they range, but I think they're, and especially the ones that are interesting and the ones agencies in, in transition. Um, and I think there's a lot of that happening right now across the industry where, you know, there's some consolidation happening, but there's also, you know, kind of the next generation taking over. Um, and some of these people are coming in and saying, Hey, you know, I'm not going to run this agency like mom and dad did. I'm going to do it a little bit differently. And, and I think those guys are hungry to grow and can understand kind of, you know, how they want to enhance the experience of their customers. And and we've had a lot of success with agencies that are, like I said, kind of in that transition period where they're looking to grow and do things a little bit differently.
0: Okay. Um, So Adam, you, you've uh, been in the industry now. Uh, I know you started this five years ago, but you were in the industry uh, prior to that. Yep. Um, But you know, now new role uh, and, and maybe some fresh eyes on some, on, on some things. Uh, If if you were going to deliver a non-commercial message now, um, but but an important message like like um, something you think the agency force should pay attention to in order to succeed in, you know, the the next 24, 36 months. What is it that you want to what what message do you want to deliver to this industry?
1: I think it's probably, you know, and obviously everything is self-serving, right? Uh, otherwise I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> I think it's don't be afraid, right? I think that's probably the biggest thing is at agencies, I think, like I said earlier, you know, the agency has been under attack for a long time and, and people I don't know have given the respect to the insurance agency that it deserves. Um, and they've always saw them as kind of this middleman. And so I think as a result, the insurance agency as an industry gets defensive to new tools and new ways of doing things. And I think. When you look at some of the insure tech, especially the messaging that was coming out a couple of years ago, right? It was all about disruption. It was all about changing this way. The full stack carriers were going to change everything, and everyone was going to look like lemonade, and the agency was going to be gone. I don't think I don't think that was ever going to happen, frankly. And I think that's proven over the last couple of years that that's not the way this is going to go down. I think the most successful insure techs are going to be the ones that basically just blend into regular insurance operations, and so. If you're an agency, I would say, don't, don't be afraid of this, but you know, you have to be open. You have to be eyes open to it. Um, I think the only thing to fear as an agent is just ignoring it. Um, if you ignore it, it's going to be a problem for you. But if you embrace it, you can get out ahead of it and, and use these tools to make your businesses better. And um, so I think that'd be my message to the independent agency. You yeah. know, is just keep your eyes open and, and don't be afraid because some of these tools are good things.
0: Well said. All right. Um, Adam, if people want to learn more, uh, particularly about your platform, how should they do that?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, so we're at uh, talageins.com. So T-A-L-A-G-E-I-N-S.com. Um, and that's, that's where we've got our, our wheelhouse product is really kind of that white-labeled solution for agencies is the branding around it. Um, and, and so you'll, you'll find everything you need to know there. And, and you know, we've got sales guys that are uh, women as well um, <laughs> willing to, uh, you know, and ready to take your call and answer your questions and figure out ways that we can help you grow your agency and, and be more successful, you know, not only today, but but moving forward.
0: All right. So so they can see a demo where they can see the product. They can ask questions. They can kind of get the feel for uh, whether it's a good fit.
1: Absolutely. Yep. On, uh, yeah. They can kick the tires. We got, you know, live demos that they can walk through and, and see all these different things. So it's not, you know, it's not pictures of things. It's things that actually work. Uh-huh. They can see it. Um, they can feel it and they can see how it actually operates in their in their agency. And uh, you know, we're, we, we've we got a friendly team and, and they're willing to kind of walk through. You know, there there are no dumb questions when you're looking at new technology. And and we're excited to be dealing with agencies and, and helping them grow.
0: OK, uh, so Talageins.com. That's us. OK, very good. Well, Adam, I appreciate your perspective. Appreciate you sharing time with us. And um, uh, a- as a former InsurTech founder, I admire what you're doing.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. this. has been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on.
0: You bet thank you for listening to the connected insurance podcast if you found this episode informative please share it with your peers and colleagues explore the connected insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers by visiting agencyrevolution.com and clicking media subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox new episodes every wednesday